My boyfriend's just taken over it with like oh. garden things. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, shit. It's my shit. So what are shed's meant to be for? Ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> put them in the kitchen. <laughs> put the lawnmower in the lounge. Yeah. And like, I need my paintbrushes in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We are Yana Puisher, Nat Morrison, and Mark Hobbay. We are three friends that find ourselves working in the hospitality industry for pretty much the last decade now. We decided to create this podcast to start a conversation about amazing people who work with us. Now, this industry has such a mixed reputation, and we really want to clear all that up. Now, we've all grown and developed while working in pubs, and we love it. And we can't wait to tell you all why. So please leave us a review and subscribe for more chats with truly inspiring people. You can find us at Instagram at City Division Podcast or use our hashtag City Division Podcast to say hey, suggest guests and ask questions. Well, hello, we have lovely Emma with us here today. Emma, hello. Would you just quickly introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Uh, my name is Emma Sharp and I, my official title is Drink Quality Training Manager for Mitchells and Butlers. Sounds very fancy. We'll go into that in a second, but I thought before that, let's do a very quick fire round okay. questions. You ready? It's the first thing that pops into your head, okay? Oh God. Right. Texting or talking? Texting. Texting. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Most people say talking. Someone to say that. No. Yeah. Phone calls are Everyone's never just good. talking. It's <laughs> the right thing to say. Yeah. No, no. No. WhatsApp all the way. Yeah. Too. Absolutely. Favorite day of the week? Sunday. Why? Sleep. <laughs> I shall move on then. <laughs> Nothing else to add. Nothing. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Every language in the world. Mm. Why is that? Because I really don't want to know what my cat actually thinks. <laughs> Are you scared about what well, your cat no, thinks? Like? Yeah, they've got. I don't know. There's like a, a air of taking over the world about them, and I'd rather not know. Every language in the world, though. You could go anywhere, talk to anyone, and find out anything, couldn't you? So yeah. I'd rather do that. No, that's cool. Excellent. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Ooh, that's a good one. I think probably, like, the 60s. Lots of people saying that so far. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. like, the Motown and the Northern Soul mm. and, like, all the dancing yeah. and stuff. It just looked, like, fun. I was actually I was thinking 20s for you for some reason. 1920s. Yeah, but that was, like, I prohibition. That'd be no good for me. Uh, <laughs> you will be somewhere in the bar creating cocktails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be made, You started the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one making the moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Um, a bit of a random one, but if Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? No. Fair he enough. hasn't got a nose. I couldn't go near him. <laughs> can't, hug without, <laughs> can't hug without a nose. No. It's one of the key components. Would you want to live forever? No. Why? I get bored. Interesting. Yeah, I can relate to that. Mm. Yeah. And There's so many times you can do stuff, isn't there? Yeah, true. Yeah. See everyone as well, is it? Sorry, I keep going morbid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Getting bored of lies, you know. Yeah. Can't help it. Bring it back. Last question. Favourite burger? Ooh. Mm. That is a good one. I think good old chilli cheese. Ooh. Good old chilli yeah. cheese. Well, yeah. Like, I like the, the extra chilli. Not like chilies, but like chilli con carne on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's when you say, you say a, a yeah. good old yeah. chilli cheese wouldn't be like a good old like cheese and bacon. 
I like oh, the traditional yeah. chili burger. <laughs> My traditional <laughs> yeah, sloppy lovely. mess. Yeah. <laughs> a sloppy mm, mess. Yeah, two teas. Definitely nice. all the way. Nice. Good, perfect. Well, thank you. Now, let's go into and talk about what you actually do. If a child, <laughs> if you had to explain your job role to a kid, say like a 10-year-old, how would you explain to them? What do you do day on day-to-day basis? Well, I wouldn't explain it like I tried to explain it to my five-year-old niece, who now went back to school, and when they asked, you know, what do your family do for jobs, etc. So, Daddy is an engineer, so he does fixing, fixing. Uh, Mummy is a uh, receptionist, so she does typing, typing. And Auntie Mimi does drinking, drinking. So uh, <laughs> I mean, it does a little bit. She is now on the head. Yeah, so like nursery now thinks that Auntie Mimi is the alcoholic who picks her up every now and again. Um, But basically, I teach people about drinks. So I teach all of our uh, team members all about any category of drinks. So soft drinks, coffee, wine, cocktails, beer, whatever it is, all the training comes from me. So I kind of design all of that stuff and get it out to all of our front of house team members. It's pretty much the simplest way (laughs) I can explain what I do. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, Let's kind of go back a bit. What was your first job? First job was when I was, I think I was 15, and I worked in our local supermarket, so it was Summerfield at the time. Summerfield. Oh, I know. They got, <laughs> blast from the past. I know, they got bought by the co-op. Oh, yeah. that's how they went. Yeah. So yeah, so I worked, I was stacking shelves and on the tills and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was the first job. Did that for a few years through school. Awesome. Yeah. How did you end up in hospitality then? What brought you in? Uh, well, many happy accidents, really. So, <laughs> yeah. um, first hospitality job. I went to in between um, A levels and going to art school. I went to the South of France for the summer, and so the plan was to go and work on the yachts, you know, do a summer and this, that, and the other. And I ended up getting a job at a bar in Antibes. So that's where I kind of fell in love with wine and where I learned about salmon. I fell in love with wine. It was the best. And classy. Yeah, really classy. So that's kind of where I learned all about bar work and the industry and what kind of service means to people and stuff. So that was the first one. Because you've worked in our pubs as well, have you? Yeah, so I, um, my first job back in England was when I started uni in Leeds and it was actually in Oceana. Oceana. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> massive. Huge, cheesy nightclubs. What was nightclub. it? Nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, and it had like yeah. 12 themed different rooms, rooms mm. that were all themed. A so like Pop World times 12. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So Imagining. Yeah, so I managed the ballroom which was like the big one and like every midnight every, all the lights would go down we'd play like Insomnia and like the light show go off. So as you can imagine, that got dull quite quickly. And um, so, <laughs> so I ended up working for Castle. So I worked um, at the Swan in Leeds. Cool. So nice. I started there in first year and then pretty much stayed there and was assistant manager by third year. So it was. Uh, you did third year and you're an assistant manager. Yeah. You crazy it's cat. Still nailed a two one. Wow. Did you? Yeah. Wow. That. Well impressed. I know. Really, really good to hold down the assistant manager job and your third year as well. Yeah, it wasn't the assistant manager bit wasn't really through choice. It was kind of more <laughs> through it necessity. It's not. <laughs> um so yeah, so that's when I started with M and B, had a bit of a break in the middle and then came back probably 
oh goodness, it must be 11 years ago. Nice. As an assistant, yeah. um, again with Castle. So, and then kind of worked my way up through that. Yeah, through training and stuff, no, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Do you remember who you wanted to be when we were a child? Fashion designer. Oh, do you? Yeah. I can see that, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so my degree actually is in uh, textiles. Amazing. So textile design, yeah. I love that. I love all these skills that everyone's uh-huh. got. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, what can we use that for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty. <laughs> City division scarves. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. City division no, I've got enough on. Let's not start that. Brilliant, thank you. Awesome. So I just want to talk about your job, really. Um, mm-hmm. And why do you like this industry? Obviously, you've been here for quite a long time now. Yeah. What makes you get up in the morning? <laughs> it's something different every day. Yeah. And I think I love working with people. I'm not very good kind of solo working. I don't think I'd be the kind of person who could sit in an office and, you know, just focus on my screen every day. Yeah. So that's, that's really good for me. But I think the way my roles developed in the industry as well and kind of my specialisms now are just so interesting like with all the different categories and all the different products that are coming up there's always going to be something different that we need to learn or find out about so Mm -hmm. so yeah it keeps me active keeps me keeps me interested that's amazing I'm sure you have some cool stories to share about your your years behind the bar (laughs) what was the coolest thing that has ever happened or the most interesting or something that like really stuck really in your mind stands out. to be honest there has been so many for so many different reasons yeah. but I think for me it's I'm a massive geek when it comes to <laughs> like all the products and stuff so it's it's finding out about everything it's being able to go to the breweries work with the suppliers see how things are made mm-hmm. um you know, really get into the nitty gritty of, yeah. of what we're selling and, and how we're doing it. And, and obviously, like, the training side of it is just, is, is wicked. But I think the most interesting thing is the people that you meet behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, I've worked with neuroscientists, I've worked with a brain surgeon. Wow. Like, no one ever seems to, you know, everyone kind of falls into this industry and yeah. the specialisms are just so varied. You yeah. just find so much out about people. So I think that's probably... That's probably the best bit. That's amazing. I yeah. like that. Good answer. Good answer. Have you ever served anyone famous? Yes. Who? <laughs> um, so, Kelly Jones from Stereophonics. Oh, well, cool. that's cool. John McCrick was a regular. Oh. And, and Doody. Booby, his wife Booby. Yeah, he was the racehorse um, oh, no, TV presenter. Yeah, yeah, he used to bring his own cushions. Nice. Yeah. Um, who else? Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Demo O'Leary was a regular. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Same kind of place where you worked, was it all different places? Loads at the engineer in Primrose Hill, obviously, okay. the Primrose yeah. Hill set. Yeah, um, yeah we used to get loads at the Edinburgh, so maybe that's. Yeah. That's, that's and then the Whitehorse Parsons Green as well was another oh, yeah. big one, so down in uh, Fulham. So you've got all the Made in Chelsea lot down there all the time yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So. So, yeah, there's been quite a few over the years, but Kelly Jones, like, I used to That's love cool. him yeah. when I was growing up. big fan. And he gave me a hug, and he, I was really disappointed because he's, like, a foot shorter than me. So, I was like, <laughs> my, my childhood oh, dreams are just, like, been shattered. He, he, he gave you a hug? Did you have to ask for, for, for the hug? Or did no, I was serving his table all day. So, like, as he was leaving, he gave me a hug. He was like, thanks so much, you know, and gave me a hug bar and whatever. And then, but he came up to, like, my shoulder, and I was like... He was amazing though. I've met some absolutely brilliant people over the years. Um, 
Yeah, really cool. What is the one thing that you're the most proud of that maybe happened or you have achieved as well in the last how many years now? Mm. I think the thing, it sounds really cheesy, but the thing that I'm most proud of isn't kind of anything that is... It's been influenced by me, but it's when you see, obviously working in training, it's when you see someone find something that they're really passionate about yeah. or and seeing people like develop and grow. I mean, mm-hmm. even talking to you two, like I've seen you two grow from like team leaders <laughs> to assistant managers yeah, to true. TP now, TPs mm-hmm. now and kind of being able to see that and knowing that I may have had a hand in that, like Which however you so had small. Emma, I can vouch yeah, for that. You definitely have. You can't get rid of us. Yeah. But yeah, it could be like someone's development through the ranks or, you know, finding their real passion in yeah. life. Or even just that light bulb moment if you're doing a beer training mm-hmm. and kind of finding someone who doesn't drink beer to finding that one that they're going to go to Absolutely. all the time. I think those, those moments are really special and that kind of gives me a real sense of pride. And, yeah. You know, you felt like you made mm-hmm. a difference. I, th- I think we all agree with that. It's like yeah. Yeah. training roles and stuff. Yeah. That's our main kind of motivation yeah, to have that. teeny tiny someone goes oh yeah I get it now mm. or oh my god yeah I didn't think about it that way and you're like yes that's amazing <laughs> yeah. anything it's literally anything isn't it so oh, yeah absolutely. yeah it gives me makes you want to do it again mm-hmm. tomorrow doesn't it, does. it? yeah yeah, yeah. definitely makes you get up, get up in the morning doesn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree what would be the biggest lessons they have learned um I think probably don't especially in an industry like this, like, mm-hmm. don't take things personally. Oh, I like that. Because you can come up with so many ideas, whether you're working in a pub or you're in a belt like mm-hmm. ours, where we're designing, developing all the time. And if it doesn't get through or someone doesn't like something, it's not, it's not personal to you. It's yeah. nothing that you've done wrong as such. And I think mm-hmm. kind of trusting your own intelligence and your own gut about stuff is really important. But accepting feedback in, on the work rather than yourself because I think that's something that I've definitely learned coming up through the ranks I took it really kind of to heart yeah, yeah. if I got kind of feedback that I wasn't expecting or mm-hmm. that I didn't quite agree with mm. yeah. but it's like dust yourself off carry on it's nothing personal so yeah. true that's so such true. a good lesson yeah. <laughs> I think we can all take that a little bit on board yeah. as well can we yeah. no absolutely so if you're not working what do you normally do um hobbies or I really like making things. Ooh, tell yeah, us more. Yeah, <laughs> I do a lot of like drawing, designing and painting at home. Um, I've recently got back into sewing, so I've been making a load of dresses and stuff. Just, um, all, the, all this new information. Like, <laughs> I, know, I, think, you know, I think you know somebody, but then you, you, you <laughs> so build all the podcasts yeah. like that. You sew. This is yeah. Uh, so yeah, like just, I think, because we spend, obviously a lot of time away from home during the week yeah. and stuff so it's really important to see the family and all that sort of stuff but kind of me time stuff I'll always you can find me with a paintbrush or kind of making so cool. things at home yeah incorporate that somehow how do we do that <laughs> <laughs> just thinking. Yeah. I'm really excited because I'm just going to redo my office I've got plans at the minute so I'm going to have like my one wall's going to be like work and then the other wall's going to be like workbench and chalkboards oh. and all sorts of stuff. Do you know what's my absolute, cool. absolute dream? Mm-hmm. My boyfriend laughs at me all the time. A craft shed. Do you know I want what? a shed for crafts. I built That's a my shed dream. this summer and it was supposed to be my shed. So it's got a workbench in there and everything so I can go and craft and like make yes. stuff and get the drill out and all sorts of stuff. And my boyfriend's just taken over it with like... Oh. 
garden things. Oh, what? what? It's garden? Like shit. What? It's my shed. So what are sheds meant to be for? Ridiculous. You know what the shed's for. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in the kitchen. Put the lawnmower in the lounge. Yeah. You know, like, I need my paintbrushes in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so we're having a bit of a... Uh, war of wills at the moment shed off yeah, yeah well, shed the off. Wind, yeah. <laughs> we'll just come home to find it all in the bedroom one day yeah. <laughs> cool so if you would say go back 15-20 years what advice would you give a little Emma what would you say um, make sure you sleep more um, <laughs> nothing less honestly yeah because I think, I think as well, when you're kind of that age and you're in your early 20s or whatever, everything's really exciting and you don't kind of value looking after yourself as mm, much as you yes, should do. Definitely. Um, and probably make sure you make time to spend time with the people that you love. There's nothing better for the soul than, you know, spending time with people that you truly care about. Don't worry about, you know, all of these events and everything else that's going on because yeah. some of it's, like, not important. Some mm-hmm. of it's not going to add any value to you. Yeah. Like, just make sure that you do things that are adding value to your yeah. life, that are adding to your day, rather than doing everything because you think you should. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And actually, advice. those are the things that you're never going to remember anyway. Exactly. Because you're not even enjoying it. You're just, yeah. you're just going along because <laughs> yeah. you have to. And I think you do. Like I get to the point now, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to go. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if it's a social event that I think, nah, I'm not going to go. It's not going to make me happy. Yeah, I think as I've kind of kind of grown over the years and kind of understood myself a bit better as well, it's like letting go of that guilt as well. Yes. If you yeah. don't want to do something, you don't have to make no. an excuse or pretend you're ill or whatever. You can just say, actually, I don't really fancy it tonight no. and be happy with that in yourself. Yeah. And I think that is something in this industry especially there's always going to be something there's always going to be another Mm -hmm. event there's always something you think you should be seen at or whatever and actually it's not really a big deal if you don't like you do it's okay and then when you finally do go it is a big deal yeah she's here amazing you don't have to just spend more time doing things that you actually want to do do you know yeah, what I mean because yeah, exactly. life is too short again it's another cliche but I yeah. think again in this industry where your spare time can be so short when you mm. work so so hard actually that spare time doing things that you actually want to be doing yeah so, and it's so a vital. massive thing for your mental health as well like Huge. because you work such long hours it is at a fast pace mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. making sure that that short period of time you do have to yourself is Damn something time. that's adding value yeah. to your mind to yourself to reset to recharge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, and it might be going out for a drink with friends, where it, it might be, be shutting yourself in a room and in a shed. In the shed. With a drink. When you get the shed back. Yeah, I know. Well, great, thank you. Um, so, just want to ask um, is there any projects that you're currently working on? Just something you're really excited about? Maybe don't mind sharing. Yeah, so I think the biggest one recently has been the launch of Drink Social. Yep. So a big group on Mabel. So we've got 29,000 people in that, which is Woo-hoo. amazing. So Do you know that's the size of the city that I'm, I'm from? Like, we have 30,000 people. <laughs> yeah. like, that's all I think about when we see those numbers. Like, oh my God, that's like a town where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's on Drink Social. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if I Yeah. So, so yeah, designing and building that. So all the pages change like every six weeks. So I'm pretty busy creating all the content for that. So that's for every brand. So if you haven't been on it, get on it. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, put the link for it at the bottom of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but coming up is more around um, 
there's been so many changes in the way we train and the kind of learning we've got available now. Um, the next bit is all about the application of it. So creating more kind of on-demand learning. So you can go to like YouTube channels and loads of other stuff, yeah. but more around kind of like learning theory and understanding where the marketplace is going. There's loads of new cocktail things coming up. Like there's full wine reviews coming up. There's so many things happening in my world. Like it's hard to pick one. So um, just all really exciting. You do have an exciting world. I do. How do you, I know you touched on it earlier about uh, the kind of, those are breweries you go and see. How do you keep your finger on the pulse with all the drinks (laughs) trends, wines, cocktails, spirits, beers, like, because you are super busy. How do you stay on, on top of all the trends in the industry? So, it's mainly working with suppliers. So mm. all of our drink suppliers, I probably work day to day, like constant contact with probably about 60 of them. Um, so there's loads of relationships to manage them. And they'll normally come to me with what's going on. But we also do a lot of insights ourselves. So the drinks team will always be looking at the next trend. There's loads of mm-hmm. kind of industry news and things to go on and then pretty much had bartenders Christmas last week because it was London Cocktail Week so we got to see all the new innovation coming up and stuff and see kind of how we can get that into our business and how we can deliver it in our sites as well so unfortunately we won't be getting blow torches and like bubble machines for everyone Christmas is ruined (laughs) but a version of that will inevitably come along at some point for us so yeah it's always it's always interesting. It's it's busy, but mm, there's always yeah. so many. Yeah. Because you've got the drinks team with support, haven't you, to help yeah. with those trends? Yeah. What's the next spirit that's coming around? So obviously we've just had a boom with gin for the last yeah. few years. What's the next one? Well, it's it was gonna be tequila for a while. Um, but apparently rum so we were expecting rum to explode probably two years ago Mm -hmm. Um, I heard that yeah the gin trend's been going for probably about seven years now so rum is creeping up but it's taken a little while longer than than any of us expected but Mm -hmm. yeah look top tips look out for for rum expansion all the ranges are getting so much bigger so it's just it's just you know getting people to drink it now but the sun's going in so it's time for darker spirits mm-hmm. so the whiskey and the rum will pop yeah. back up again spiced, the spiced rums absolutely mm-hmm. spiced rum yes mm-hmm. there's an amazing one we've got in called rums of kappa oh. and it tastes like heaven <laughs> yeah it's like caramel and vanilla with a little bit of spice it's amazing so pop to your local cool. browns that's really exciting no thank you so much for sharing that um i was just thinking if someone wants to maybe get in touch with you or maybe ask for advice where's the best channels where do you hang out to the social media where, where are you at where people find you instagram facebook linkedin yeah so you can follow me on instagam so that's sharpie does drinks Ooh, nice. uh, so you we'll can follow that one yeah we'll yeah. add the link to that and uh, yeah just drop me an email perfect if you want to get in touch no oh, problems amazing well thank you so much for your time Emma, more today. than welcome thanks guys always chatting to you thank you thank Emma you. it was a pleasure bye bye, bye. for listening please leave a review and subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes and don't forget you can follow us and get in touch on instagram at city divisions podcast and feel free to chat to us suggest some new guests or maybe you've got a great question that we could ask one of our guests you can also find us all on our own instagram pages the links are below 